so worthy. Listen to this podcast. Hello. It's Cape Crisis, issue number 30. 30. 30. That's the age of me, Henry Gilbert, your host. We're approaching the, the apex podcast. of the not quite open. Uh, so this is, uh, yeah, this is Cape Crisis, a podcast about graphic novels and comic books and uh, sequential art. That's the other one. Um, Anything Tyler and I might have to be doing. Go Giants! Yeah, go Giants! Giants. They just won the first game, 1-0. You and I have been fans for a long time. Seriously. We talk about them all the time. uh, You guys were at Game 7 in the rain. So oh, yeah, I was out there just standing in the rain. And you hugged your lady love no. when they won. And no, I was actually <laughs> trying to edit laser time while people were laying into their horns, firing fireworks. Well, it was a pretty dramatic win, I have to say. I don't, I, I'm so fucking disappointed in you for caring. I would not, you should look you at the photographs. Rock. Look at the fo- photographs you online. Rock. I could always depend on Henry to like everything except that. <laughs> By that, you mean sports? Yeah, sprots. I... I don't care for it, and, and we were talking about that on, on the way. And it's not that I don't appreciate fandom, but I, what, what set me off? Like some dude rode by on a bicycle, like let go, die. and like, what? like you it, could be if you obnoxious said anything else, and be, people yeah. would think you're an asshole or insane. Mm-hmm. But because it's this one thing where everybody gets to be friends. Like even if he just said like "Let's go Red Sox," people would be like "Fuck you." And, and that, that's where my resentment comes from from sports mm-hmm. is that like everybody's in the club because they talk about this dumb thing. Whereas, I think you I asked like you, watching the game. What did you ask me if if you had something is to it, find that universal acceptance? Yeah, well, I mean, no, I I asked, isn't your rejection of that? Of, of that mob mentality also just you know a brainless reaction like it got reaction to it too. Like the same gut reaction people have to joining a mob? Maybe, except that there's no mob. It's yeah. just kind of me and Tyler. Yeah. On the internet, <laughs> though, you have a ton of, Yeah, you know, we haven't introduced ourselves. Oh. Yeah, Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Follow Gilbert. me. Um, and I'm here with regular old co-host Chris Antrichner. Hello. And our old buddy's back, the wild child himself, Tyler Yay. Wild. Hi. Hey, Tyler. My Twitter name is Henry should change his Twitter account at, at Twitter. Uh, dot Friendster. Okay, no. No, but then I the world said if... Do you ask me, is there something like we can rally back, like... Oh, yeah, can is I just there something like the, similar like, we could do I, That's why I brought it up, because I said, no, the Avengers. I was super proud of the <laughs> Avengers. I was happy to see new people find the Avengers. Uh-huh. I was happy it was number one. It couldn't be more mainstream. It's the most profitable movie ever made. However, mm-hmm. I wish after uh, the box office opening, we all like just high-fived yes. strangers on the street. Could we have gone outside and, uh, <laughs> and popped a bottle of champagne and drank with a stranger? Well, no, because Avengers was that popular because... Of word of mouth, it was the continued popularity over weekend. So, while it was huge yeah. the first weekend, it wasn't known to everybody as the must seeest film of all time. I, I would think people would disagree with you. It's the most profitable movie of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd wager to bet that more people saw that movie and enjoyed it more than people who watched the World Series. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. About you don't that. think so? Uh, you're right. Our, all our grandparents are probably, however. All our grandparents, if they're alive, we'll tell those sad stories later wow, on the show. Wow, geez, you really... What? You, I, I, you hit a nerve you didn't think you hit. Well, I know. Uh, Tyler lost the grandma recently. You lost all of them, didn't you? Is that you? Yeah, my grandma did die last week, yes. Oh! Yes, thank you. No, I'm, wow, I'm really sorry. I, do, I totally <laughs> No, it's that. cool. I was not bringing that it's up cool. as a joke. I was, I was staying quiet. I'm really sorry. It's okay. It's I, okay. I know we all go through the, that stuff. Not my grandparents. They will never die. <laughs> I know. No, it happens to... Yeah, it just happens. It, it quite literally happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. It happens to everybody unless they're dead when you're born. Or you're a bastard and you don't even <laughs> Really a them. blessing in disguise yes, so uh, you don't have to go through that. And if your grandfather is dead, that makes you a grand bastard. <laughs> <laughs> now, the only weird... The weirdest thing about it... Well, this was... Just a quick thing. It was a prolonged illness. We all knew it was coming. It wasn't like a shock. Like so, it was. It was one of those things where it was a blessing. I guess not a blessing. That's stupid. But, but you got to say hi to her at PAX. Yes, I did. Yeah, I got to see her before she was. You know, she was still lucid in herself. But the we knew the end was coming. Look, this is getting too dark. But I'm just what my, my what I was gonna just say was the weirdest part about it is now my parents are the oldest people. Like it used to be. Well, there's the grandparents who are old, 
And then there's my parents. And then you can just, in your mind, think, well, my parents are never going to die because they're not as old as my grandparents. And now they're the old ones. And it's, that's scary. I don't like that feeling. I bring it back a little bit. <laughs> Comic just washed out. <laughs> Wish me luck. Ow. Folks, this here is a historic moment. The first jumps ever made by General Lee. Don't know why that was still on the board. <laughs> Weird pull. <laughs> why not? Why we not needed that to clear station air. break to clear yeah, the air. We needed to clear the air there. All right. Anyway, guys, what have you been reading? Is the question we've been starting with here for about two, ten episodes, and I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start foist. Mm-hmm. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, on top of what I've been reading, I've been playing a bit. I played and finished The Walking Dead uh, up to episode four, The Walking Dead uh, sh- game based on the comics, not based on the show. And it's really good. Really, really good. Some of the best writing games has ever seen. Yeah, what would you think of that uh, Gary Wood a touch? Uh, his episode might be the darkest and the, really? the meanest. Well, well no, he's, a, episode, he's, a, he's a very sad man. Episode three is the he's darkest. Actually, so he, I always like talking to Gary. <laughs> no, he's, he's actually very chipper. Mm-hmm. Gary Whitta goes for his his episode goes for the, one of the darkest touches. Uh, but I can't even talk to you about it. it but it's just really it 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 encapsulates so well what's best about the comic, mm-hmm. which is. Anyone can die at any time, or there's no safety. It's really like it's not just about will this character die or not. It's that you're not safe. You're you. What you think is the status quo could change at any moment, which happens all the time. You're in not the safe. And I'm not saying. That, I hope I'm not saying this in light of recent Walking Dead events, but it's one of the few uh, stories across any medium. Mm-hmm. Where literally the worst thing that could happen does happen, it can, and you have to move on. And from you that. Ha- and, and the moving story on from that end. is what's more interesting. Yeah, and the story doesn't end, and it doesn't give you any like closure. Like oh, you have to keep going. Though uh, Walking Dead is apparently it ends in episode five. Though it's been such a big hit for Telltale, I bet they'll do a sequel or oh, yeah. another season or whatever. But I saw yeah. I saw the the box art for the disc. Version. Oh yeah, this, so they so they announced the disc version. It's all five episodes, thirty bucks, or Not you bad, can dude. pay forty bucks to get the super fancy edition, which comes with compendium compendium number one. What? As in really? the first forty eight issues. That's yeah. fantastic. Compendium number two just came out. Well, I, I mentioned know, that last week. But number yeah. numero uno, like that's fantastic. It's a perfect way to wow, for 10 just extra jump. Dollars? No, no, it's 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 thirty extra dollars. Oh, so 30 you're you're basically dollars. paying. Your <laughs> price. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Screw that. Yeah. No, no, you're you're getting the Amazon price on it. Henry, what other uh, franchises would you like Telltale to give the uh, Walking Dead treatment to? Well, it's weird because I had uh, I did like I didn't love Telltale's uh, Max. Sam and Max games, but, but yeah, but they did Back to the Future. But what if they did those better? You know, yeah, like, that, like that's the thing. Like Walking Dead, Dead proved they can do good work. So well, if they or do something really good, I mean. but they, I think they, what they did finally find is a way to make an interactive mm-hmm. thing without being all that interactive. And the interactivity is choice, whereas the other ones were literally walking and clicking and yeah. waiting to hear cutscenes and quick well, time events. I'd like to see, see a Doctor Who. Uh, yeah, game. just because Doctor Who episodes are usually all about moral choices. Uh, I don't know. I Did feel they like try it could that? work. Was there a Doctor? There Who? is a Doctor Who adventure game. The I clock? Think it clock only came out in the UK. Okay, they sure. just did. Fa- they're they're doing fables. That's announced. But I'd like a different Vertigo series. I think they'd. I think they do really good with uh, Preacher. That could be good mm. because that's uh, also it's supernatural, but a little more uh, like uh, heightened and tongue in cheek, mm. and uh, and uh, but it has like heavy violence, dirty words, and and tough choices they can introduce dirty. people. Heavy but the, violence, dirty words, and tough I choices. Think, I think that's Henry uh, Gilbert ran the ESRB. The, Somebody mocked that up. Like, I think though that's the problem G for Gilbert. So this is the dirty words. Sorry. This is the problem, though, I think, for ones that you do in the future, that they're going to have to be side stories that, like, it can't be the retelling because, like, this was how I felt in the first episode of Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. I won't spoil anything, but Glenn and Abraham, those two characters from the comic are in there. When when they're in the first episode, I think is like a welcoming gesture to the comic book readers. It's before they meet Rick. So when they're there before they meet Rick... You know you're totally secure in their safety. You're like, mm-hmm. well, these guys are definitely not going to die. 
so I don't feel scared. So once they once they exit the series and they're left with only characters created for the for the game, you know any one of them could die in a second. Yeah. But with the fables with fables or any other thing they do based on comics, if it's just recreating scenes from the comics, then There's you no lose mystery. a lot of that tension and mystery. The yeah. big bad brunette kid or I trying to remember fable, I did read a little bit of that. Big B, Big B Big Wolf. B before it got really silly. I, yeah. yeah. Um, I, why would I call a comic like Fable really silly? It told it told me what it was gonna be. I know. They were very <laughs> open about it. Uh, then also what I read, I bought this uh, cheap collection called Giant Sized Marvel, which uh, in the late 60s and early 70s, Marvel did a series called Giant Sized Comics, where yeah. it was just 80-page <laughs> specials that weren't the annual. They also do annuals. but uh, And so I really only bought it because it was $5 and it had Giant Sized X-Men number one, which is, in case you don't know... The the rebirth of the X Men when they made the real X Men team in the seventies that was that was Wolverine, Banshee, mm-hmm. Colossus, Nightcrawler, the Storm. They all joined the team and it became and it became about a multicultural squad of people with lots of differences instead of five white bread kids who had weird superpowers. Like it became a lot. It was the minority uh, quotient of it. The, you know, became a lot more literal in that series. So that's in there, and it still it still holds up pretty well. Mm-hmm. But it's the other issues that don't hold up all that well. Like the artist, the art is either just total garbage, or the person they hired to recolor it for the book like did the worst job ever. Like it just looks like shit. It's it's sad, but the stories are bad anyway. But though it is the first, I got to finally see the the first appearance of the of Multiple Man. Jamie Madrox. Yeah, so. Uh, and I know I read other stuff, but I cannot no, I'm, remember. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not engaging as I'm trying to think as well. I know I read yeah. Uncanny Avengers, and I cannot, yes. for the life of me, remember anything that happened. Okay. I know he goes. Scarlet go- Witch got stabbed. Wow. I was, was I really drunk when I read it or something? Like, <laughs> yeah, probably. Did the uh, avalanche did- exploded? Captain America go visit Cyclops in jail, or was that in the yeah. end of AVX? Well, no, yeah, that was in the end of AVX, but ah. Aval- but uh, Havoc visited Cyclops in jail. Who popped up at the end? Well, that's a giant spoiler, but it's right, right. Uh, it's on the cover of Uncanny Avengers two, so I guess mm-hmm. it's not that big a spoiler. It's Red Skull. Yes, yeah, so that's what. Okay, that's Red fair. Skull steals Professor X's brain. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Oh, I could have left some mystery, Henry. Neat. But the, you figure the X-Men will watch over those corpses better. Like, come on. <laughs> they, they actually buried his corpse. Right. They should have, they should have uh, burned that corpse. Yeah. Or at least made it, with their minds, made it hover uh, above the Earth's atmosphere. Or just some security on it. Just yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, though that book's, that's one of the news bits. Issue two already delayed. Delayed two weeks. Really? Yeah, so it's almost going to be two months Wait, before in between issues. Huh. And the reason is because John Cassidy is an awesome artist, and that takes a lot of time. And I knew this, he's one of those artists where, yeah, this is almost like a question of the week topic, but it's one of those artists that I know they can't do a monthly schedule. Mm-hmm. So when... A new book is announced, and they're like, issue number one with art team, with writer-artist team of this guy and John Cassidy or Carlos Pacheco or Brian Hitch from Ultimates. When they announce them as the regular monthly artist, you know it's going to be delayed out the ass. And this is just the most... Or they're just going to do two issues and then stop. Like, that's something that happened. Joe, Joe Moderera. Or Madura, I, I, I don't I know. Think you got it. Yeah, yeah, two tries. He, Muddy Water, Muddy Water. You, you guys know him as creator Battle Chasers, mm-hmm. and he did the very anime influenced art on the uh, the X Men comics back in the mid nineties. So he came back to Marvel Comics to, and they made a new series for him called Avenging Spider Man, starring Spider Man two teams up with the Avengers, and he was supposed to be the regular artist on it. He does three and a half issues and stops. And has not come back since. Avenging Spider-Man just keeps going on without him. Mm-hmm. But it's just so annoying. They advertise like, this is the Joe Monterey book. They couldn't even get I did read six that. issues Spider-Man. out of him. I thought it was kind of fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. He's he's a fun artist. I went to that book to read, hit, to see more of his crazy art. 
and he couldn't. That's do... the one where he first teams up with Red Hulk. Um... Yeah, to fight the Mole Man. It was a fun story. Yeah, and then I to thought he Jonah Jameson. Those are always. And fun. I thought he'd only take like two issues off, but it's been close to a year, and he's just done. And now he's quit uh, his video game company. He no longer works at Vigil, the company mm-hmm. that made Darksiders. So maybe he's going to come back to Avenging Spider-Man. More likely, he'll just start a new book because that's flashier. But yeah, that, that it's stuff like that that disappoints me. I hate when that happens. But. Uh, you guys read anything, I did you? have been reading, of course, uh, Invincible and Ultimate Spider-Man. Those are my like once-a-night go-tos. Mm-hmm. Um, Since you have such a backlog to read, you can do it once a night. I don't know. I don't know why I found solid because I really have been like before. I was even actively reading those with a bunch of other shit, but I was like every day I would read like a six-issue arc of something different. <laughs> and uh, I did read Green Arrow Year One, which I fucking thoroughly enjoyed. I would say on a recommendation. <laughs> from Ann Lewis, mm-hmm. but she has never once expressed any interest in me <laughs> learning anything about her favorite superhero. Yeah. But I asked her to recommend because I, I was wondering if that. Are you afraid? Like, mm-hmm. is this really campy? Like the same way? Like I'm, I'm like, oh, Pete's Dragon, and like we and should watch it. Watch. Like I'm like I, I would never push that on you guys. It's something mm-hmm. you should watch. It's not. I don't want to apologize for this film the entire night. Yeah, but, but Green Arrow Year One was fantastic. It was really fucking good. I didn't check that out. I, I kind of skipped it. Honestly, mm-hmm. oh, it's, it was great. I, I might continue on if they're a buck ninety nine. I might continue on with the series. Oh, I got a copy of uh, the first collection of Saga in print today. Oh, I haven't read it's good, it. Right? Oh, I can, it, I can so. borrow it next week, right? Yeah, Tyler yeah, recommended that to me. I'll be oh, done in good. a week, yeah. yeah. I, is it weird to read it's, analog um, comics? Oh, wait, yeah, talk about Saga. No, oh, no, I just, it's, uh, I think it's a bit of a delay. There hasn't been a new issue in a bit. Yeah, but, I'm just glad Brian K. Vaughn came back to comics at all. Like, I'm glad I'm glad Lost is canceled. Yeah, Lost is canceled. So, sorry, I read a really cool uh, Tumblr post from... Uh, <laughs> From John Hodgman. No, this goes somewhere. I, the way, I, but the way you said it was like either my parents or Hank Hill. A really good Tumblr post. <laughs> so this Tumble was uh, from John Hodgman, and he was talking... Uh, it's all jo- toilet sounds. Ho- John Hodgman is very open about his love of uh, Dune. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, and he's friends with Brian K. Vaughn. And Brian K. Vaughn and him were drinking, and they were talking about how how Doom a Dune is unfilmable and it can't be made into a good movie but it's like the windmill that every uh, famous powerful genre writer of their generation like tilts at they all want to write the real the great Dune book or film and so John Hodgman is like come on Brian you can write it I'll help you write it we'll write it together they can set us up at the Hotel Marmont for two whole months and and we both know this won't ever be filmed, but they'll pay us to do it. And we can just talk about Dune all day. <laughs> and Brian K. Vaughan was like, that'd be, like Brian K. Vaughan ultimately turned it down. He's like, that would just be too easy. I want to make my own worlds. I don't want to. I don't want to just worship Dune forever. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool post. Saga. Also, I'm, I'm really looking forward to reading Saga. I, I really want to read Saga because I think I did check out the. I can't remember honestly because I know uh, they. Was it uh, who publishes that? Image. Image, yeah, they've made all their first issues free, so I definitely got to tie oh. that shit. Ima- uh, yeah. Image is the most, ex- I, you know, it's it's weird for me to say this since I have an f- old friend that works there, but yeah, I do think Image is like the most exciting publisher right now. Well, they're, they're doing, I don't know, like, I, I can't see it. Reminds me to make a metaphor, Henry, that I know will appeal to you. Okay. Uh, the, mm-hmm. Well, DC and Marvel are WWF. <laughs> and image is WCW, the exciting new place that takes chances, pays you what you're worth, and mm-hmm. allows you to retain some rights to your so have a little bit of your dignity, so you yeah. can make money beyond uh, the, the idea of creator-owned books. Yeah, when I, when I interviewed um, uh, Kirkman Grace. and Cena oh. Grace, yeah, Cena yeah. Grace was huge on that, like uh, like uh, creator-owned books, like that's why people are coming over here. We don't yeah. own your book when we're, when you're done writing. And it makes them more creative when mm-hmm. you do it. Like they're, they're trying things they wouldn't try before and, or, or I think it just inspires them. More it does. Too. It, and it ends up moving the genre forward way more than oh, your book wasn't working. So we're going to stop publishing it. Oh, your mm-hmm. book is working. Good for you. Yeah. Good or for us, or like for guys like Brubaker or Bendis, it becomes, you know, well, you can have your fun side thing. We'll even print it for you. But, mm-hmm. Do Captain America forever. 
Yeah, yeah, they went over to Image too, right? Yeah, Brubaker has quit. He's no more Marvel books. He's only working at Image with stuff he owns and can. The though in Marvel's defense, they published two books for 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 Brubaker that they don't own. They let him keep the rights to. I know, but I know that the whole thing of publisher-owned comics is only a thing because I, I'm sure it's not so much that creators are uncomfortable with seeing people shepherd their work, mm-hmm. but it's more the Spider-Man movie money. Yeah. That oh, they're, yeah. they're sick of being cut out of. In 50 years from now, when they make a film out of some character they made up, mm-hmm. and their grandchildren could be taken care of forever with that kind of money, they'll never see any of it. My book's going to get, be the next big Showtime series. And just to get a half of a percent Ooh. of that Spider-Man money. Yeah. Uh, oh, that remind, oh, Brubaker reminds me one other thing. I did uh, start catching up on my Captain America stuff because mm-hmm. Brubaker has now written... The last issue of his Captain America run came out uh, today. Oh. It's the finale he's done. Well, because part of Marvel now, Captain America is rebooting too. And, did he and flip honestly, the table over on his way out? Brubaker, I don't know. I haven't read it oh. yet. But Brubaker is... Um, you know, I, I hope it's a good finale. He he earned one. Mm-hmm. The story has run its course, but it was the best Captain America story I think I've ever. Yeah, I've ever read. Definitely. Wait, the, is this whole run or the from beginning? Yeah, okay. it really is just one, one story. entire story. You could say it's two stories that be, one begins with the when Bucky so returns Winter and it Solstice? ends. Yeah, it begins with Winter Soldier. It begins with Winter Soldier and ends when Cap when with. Captain America Rebirth when Steve mm-hmm. Rogers come back. Like, you could say that's the end of it. But I think it's just a whole, like, giant epic. And it was such a good such a good thing that mm-hmm. got just a little weak at the end after Rogers came back. It wasn't as good, but it was still really good. Put a helmet on, Rogers. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really like hey, I don't know I like him with his I like him with his wings on his head. Um, wait, so yeah, I'm looking. I'm gonna read the last book. I, I'm curious to see how much he'll reset. Already, like he Brubaker had done a big deal of killing Red Skull and not bringing back and seemingly replacing the Red Skull with his daughter as Red Skull and kind of leaving the old Red Skull in the past and mm-hmm. that lasted about four years and now Skull's back in Uncanny Avengers so. Eh. Though right now in the Avengers books, like all Bendis has been spending the last like six months undoing many of the changes he did in his Avengers run. Like he's he's fixing a lot of things, bringing back some characters. Like uh, before Secret Invasion, not Secret Invasion. um, Before uh, in about eight months ago, he brought back Vision. Like, ah, so yay. him bringing like he had torn apart the most Vision. Boring characters been, ever. I like Vision. I love Vision, especially when he's the most garish colors, oh, red and red green face. and yellow. Jesus Christ, he's like the cheapest. Co- he's the cheapest <laughs> colors in comic printing history. That's like his sole origin. Uh, all right, well, Tyler. Right, I'm also, guessing you didn't. Oh wait, did you? Have I just. Else? I want to say like uh, we had we've had some comic book reviews going up on mm, on Laser Time. That's true. They are Dat Cobb. You mean lasertimepodcast.com? <laughs> On lasertimepodcast.com, yes. Um, I, yeah, I just wanted to plug John Wahizel's review, uh, reviews, because he reviewed, like, re- he's reviewing a ton of shit for us, like, more than more than we can post it. But he did a Daredevil Justice League, and I didn't even know, I had never heard of The Cape 1969, but I loved Joe Hill's The Original, The Cape. And, um... <laughs> You mean the one that Abed loves so much, The Cape? No, not that stupid fucking NBC show. God damn it! <laughs> it's a four-issue run. Go pick it up. It's fu- it's great. It's it's awesome. All right. I, I can only say it's a. <laughs> Is that your Abed? Yeah. You getting upset? Yeah. I'm moving the clock around. Yeah. Stop it. Uh, by the way, it's coming up. Remember to change your clocks. November fourth. Uh, November fourth. Oh, yeah. Fall, fall back. back. Spring forward. Ah, boy, I can. I'm looking forward to that. It has been dark in the morning, right, guys? Hard to wake uh, up. No, I, I have a bike with a bad tire, and I like to keep both my earbuds in. I don't own a helmet, and I don't like to put on lights. And it's dark when I when I ride my bike home in one of the most busiest San Francisco streets. <laughs> well, ever. but you're not going to take out your earbuds because I'm listening to shit, man. <laughs> Come on, that, that'll be worth it when you break your leg. I, I, I could worry about my safety, but. Yeah, Mark Maron's interviewing Jimmy Walker. Come on. Man. I haven't listened to that one. <laughs> it's I liked fucking his, awesome. I just listened to the Tom Kenny one. That was a really I good I haven't one. listened to that. Sh- it, that. Enough about other podcasts. Know, we have that. our own podcast to talk right. about. That's right. Yeah, News real quick. Laser Time is all about uh, Brett's friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> News. Iron Man 3, guys. The trailers wow. come out. 
I did we not all watched that. it. Well, yeah. I expected something darker from Shane Black. Can you tell I, I, me what's going on? Well, in the trailer, that I um, Tony Stark is sad. I am the Mandarin. He's pretty sad. Yeah, that Tony I'm Stark. The Mandarin. Tony Stark has also upgraded his Iron Man armor, and that he is now thought controlled. Yes, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he doesn't want Pepper Potts to be hurt, but she probably will be. Yeah, maybe. Even Why killed. is he dating that sixty-year-old? <laughs> they they have he's so much. Eighty-two. Yeah, he's old too. He's older than she is. Uh, she's I know you're sort of you're brainwashed. I know you're but. brainwashed by America or by American pop culture oh. to think that. Only he should only be dating twenty Bitch, year old models. Your brain think Gwyneth Paltrow was a decent actress. This is her father, is Hollywood royalty, and weaseled her, her ass into fucking Steven Spielberg films because he's her godfather. Now she gets to win an Oscar and be and everything. She's not that great. She's never done anything good, and she's not that attractive. Wow. Surprise rant. That was I did not wow. mean to go off on also, Gwyneth Paltrow like Tony that. Tony Stark, to be fair, is a playboy of sorts who you would expect to be with. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I would imagine they're mm-hmm. trying to show a softer side of him by oh he wants a. Uh, a, a respectable relationship uh, mm-hmm. nowadays. You're going to recast no, uh, Rhodes. Doing... I say Allison Brie is Pepper Potts, everybody. You hear me? I'll mm-hmm. take that. You hear me? Allison Brie is Pepper Potts. Yeah. She's, she's not getting that role in uh, Captain America now, apparently. But it's going to uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, which confuses me. She's She looks like shit in Scott Pilgrim, but that is a gorgeous woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As Ramona Flowers. That, I guess that haircut doesn't really suit anybody. I think, uh, yeah. I think Allison Brie is better. So anyway, Tony Stark's you, sad. Tony Stark's sad. Her to get hurt. The trailer's know what's a going on. super dark tone. Yeah, his his uh, palatial mansion gets like blown to bits by the Mandarin. The Mandarin sounds really weird. I'm the Mandarin. Uh, I do think well, I'm the Mandarin. Some people and, think I'm a terrorist. And uh, Guy Pierce is there. Bane. He sounds. Guy Pierce is hanging around though but too. See, that's what I'm. Hold on. That's good. Guy Pierce is awesome. I love Guy Pierce. Uh. That's what I'm worried about when Batman 1 came out. Batman, Tim Burton's Batman. Uh, Amazing. Jack Nicholson set a very bad precedent with his Joker mm -hmm. that anybody can go on set, be put in heavy makeup, Mm -hmm. and do the silliest accent they could think of. As an excuse to ham it up. And you look at every role that followed that, it's just a bunch of actors like, (laughs) like they would never go that far over the top unless they were playing a villain. That's why Ian McClellan (laughs) as Magneto was really out of his time. He took his role seriously. More seriously. Heath Ledger's The Joker Uh disappeared into it. I think that put weird pressure on Tom Hardy. Well, you're not going to do a voice? Yeah, you got to do a voice and disappear into this character and change your body completely. Well, you can be be weirder than you would ever be normally, yeah. mm-hmm. but a different, yeah, but a more insulated weirdness. The Mandarin, which I don't remember reading in comics, I don't think my brain always gave him a. Oh, I never gave him an Asian ass, that kind of Asian uh-huh. accent or anything. I guess I expected a little bit. Yeah, well, he's the Mandarin. He's he's a Fu Manchu character. That's how he started. Like he was. He expressed um, like the writer's fears of the East. That's what he was mm-hmm. like. So for her to miss Island Man. So for him to be played by you're right. That wasn't funny. That was <laughs> so for him to be played by Ben Kingsley, which is weird. Who? Like <laughs> who has not played like a pasty British white person, which he is in like so long. Oh He's, no! How many different ethnicities? They're just swarming him up. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, he is like. I would guess since he played Gandhi, he is of Indian descent. Like he, but he's also I like don't think he is. in the House of Sand and Fog. He played uh, 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 Iranian, a Persian. A Persian. He was very specific about being Persian. Persian. Or the man. Okay. Yeah. Or the man. I, I thought I his would, beard. I have a counter. Counter. You ever see Sexy Beast? I know. He's he was the, great the only time I've, I've yeah. seen him play yeah, yeah. British. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, he was so good as a cockney. He's a Nazi guy. in the yeah. UA Bull movie. Yeah. I which one? I think Mickey Rooney should have played the Mandarin. Oh! Can you believe he's still alive? Can you fucking believe that dude is still alive? All his uh, face plastic surgery is keeping his organs inside his body. Somebody had written, like, he's been acting in every decade for a century. (laughs) Like, wait, what does that mean? Like, he's 95 years old and he's... Mm -hmm. Someone put him in a movie last year? He's in The Muppets. Was he? He wasn't. He made his face. He turned his hat sideways and made a face and that was that. But yeah, he was in he was in films with Judy Garland doing blackface. Yeah, they did blackface in one film. Laser Times racist episode. It might not be on iTunes. And then blame Tyler Wilde. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, I thought his makeup, the like his not makeup, but his hair, like his hair looked ridiculous, even though it was accurate to how stupid the Mandarin's hair do you, looks. Do you think like, you look a little too Cal Drogo? Too maybe do, too Dothraki. Yeah, little, yeah, I, yeah, a bit too much. Yeah. Uh, do you know that Ben Kingsley's full name is Krishna Pandit Banji? Okay, okay, so he, he might is be a little Indian, Indian. As, as I thought. Wait, uh, is that? Oh, I, I've, is I, that, I thought that as well. I just he's, he's a, a funny actor because he never plays the role I think he's going to, and then he's always amazing as yeah. it. And I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have cast him as. Oh, I great. see why they cast he's him. He's one as of that. the best of his generation, but who also will just show up and be like, "I'll take that paycheck. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'll have that. Fr- I'll have that free gift bag, Christopher." But, but so, he's always the best at whatever role he True. Does. And conversely, Guy Pierce is usually great now. Just disregarding what he did in Prometheus. Here's the, that was weird. Here's the thing. Guy Pierce keeps punching below his weight. Like, but he, I don't should be, he should be bigger than Russell Crowe, but he keeps starring in garbage. But I think like he had a shot. Machine? I think he had a shot. And that was sort of his shot. Yeah, the time After machine After L.A. Was Confidential. L- Guy yeah. Pierce is fantastic in L.A. Mm-hmm. Memento. And um, shit, even a bunch of smaller roles that I'd seen him in recently. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think he—he's one of those people. I think he probably did Lockout. Mm-hmm. I, again, yes. I, that movie has to be better than it looks. It just has it to. I Other, otherwise, Guy, Guy Pierce wouldn't do it. I remember Guy Pierce's name was in the running for Batman before yeah. Christian Bale took it. Yeah, yeah. He would have been a really good Batman, and his voice might have been better. His Batman voice probably would have been superior to Christian Bale. I would bet Nolan wanted him to be Batman. Yeah, and yeah. The studio well, because did not. Nolan North, I think, is borderline autistic and will not work with. He hates working with new people. Say he Nolan will only North. work with the same people. Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Christopher that's Nolan. It. I meant yeah. Uh, okay, other news though. Uh, so that Arrow, I only mentioned this because people One are asking second. me about Arrow. But the, One second, I uh, just want to say if you're worried about Iron Man, I tell people this all the time, and nobody believes me unless I make them do it myself. Watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, a movie written and directed by Shane Black, starring Robert Downey Jr., playing basically Tony Stark as a poor buffoon. So talks the exact yeah. same way. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Is it not, Tyler? I watched it for years, and then I put it on. Like that was really good. <laughs> it's good. That was really good. It's. I love that fucking movie. Oh, I also love the shot in the trailer where the Iron Man suits are exploding. Like, yeah, it was a really effective shot. I guess. I guess it's just like the third movie in every superhero <laughs> film. Their Bat Cave gets where they broken destroy into everything. Yeah, I up. know. I know. Well, that's exactly what Bane did. That was one hundred percent Bane's plan, and it was in, in all the Batman movies, uh, every third Batman, Batman film. Uh, though Spider-Man three, that wasn't the plot. It was, but uh, it was his brooding dark period where everybody boy. forgot his identity. Yeah. Boo. Uh, okay. Also, that show Arrow aired, and I haven't watched it. Yet. When are the people going to follow the Superman template where the third movie gets like a big name comedian to do most of the, <laughs> the star in the movie? <laughs> to be most a of the time. computer genius. I'm gonna. I, Wow, I'm not going to go for a Richard yeah, Pryor impression. Boy, I'm going to ski down the... I'm to Bill Cosby. I'm giving up on it. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of Superman in the news, he quit the Daily Planet. Can you believe it? So I hear. So in the I, comics, it was... Uh, I can't believe he wasn't laid off along with the, the rest of the Well, so in the comics, it was following a very... Uh, a, a plot that's not at all like real life, where print is dying and they're having to... Uh, compromise and write about garbage to cover their asses just to pay the bills so you know super uh, Clark Kent quits and says I'm going to start my own thing and so he I think they're setting it up that he's going to start why is he so into news media that's what I don't get like I thought that job was his cover and now he's going to quit and start his own now well study people that's, now this is newsroom uh, Superman. Well, yeah, that it one hundred. Yeah, no, number one, that scene is totally ripped off from newsroom, but, or it had such a newsroom feel. But I think that's one of the differences about New Fifty Two Superman compared to Old Superman. Old Superman was a good reporter, and he liked reporting, but he didn't see it as like this Superman. Uh, Acts like it's as as important to his battle for truth and justice as being Superman is. He feels like he can fight the battles as Clark Kent just differently than he would as Superman, but effectively. So now it looks like he's going to set up his own Huffington Post thing, which, yes, is a plot line that already happened in Spider-Man four years ago. Yes. But, uh, yeah. 
What is it, though, with superheroes in general being really into news media? Well, it's just, well, I think for a lot of uh, secret identities, it was an easy way for writers to put their characters in a dangerous event to then have them transform into a character. To get them to any location at any time. Because, like, it's a noble, or it was at one time seen seen as a a somewhat noble. But also, uh, Congressman Picklefeathers giving a speech. Who would be there? Oh, the Mm -hmm. journalist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's an unveiling of a new scientific piece of equipment. <laughs> Send Kent down there. Where'd Kent go to? Like, hey, Peter Parker, you need to take photographs of this uh, of the of the new lizard. Go? That's right, Oscorp's new nuclear reactor will revolutionize cardboard production. Oh, but he the gets the story after all. Uh, yes, and that's why also the supporting characters are in it too. So that also puts them in danger. Like that's Lois Lane's whole thing. So Superman can save them. Like I guess that was just a rhetorical question for yeah. me because it because it makes perfect sense plot wise mm-hmm. and uh, uh, no, you're right. Uh, new, news, I never thought about it. News people uh, um, is really popular for any fiction. And as a, the as an occupation, is, it's an altruistic it's endeavor. It's so easy to introduce a problem mm-hmm. with uh, integrity. No, it's and, so uh, though now it's really starting to get dated because yeah. the, when, the ones that are in newsrooms and for I'm news a travel people, agent. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like asking why are so many uh, plots about detectives. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's what. Yeah, that's the other one. That's Batman. He's a detective. Just he gets a new case every week. It's a, that's what the definition I, I of a procedural. I took that in, in a writing class. It, it was put more eloquently, but like when you see even modern comedies that all the characters are wealthy. And it's not simply that it's written by a screenwriter who's getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. It just eliminates the need to explain how they go places, how they get out of how situations. How do anything it's you don't, to write a wealthy Yeah, you don't, you don't care how they post bail or pay for that airline ticket as long as... <laughs> or how they bought that right. costume yes. or... As long as Zach Galifianakis touches a monkey's dick, we're all going to be happy. <laughs> um, I got that a little mixed up. Let's see. One more. Uh, one more piece of news is uh, well. Nah, actually, I don't want to mention that one because it's a big old spoiler. And I, I meant it's technically that Superman one was a spoiler, but they made a big deal. Now I'm dying out of it in the uh, in newspapers before it came out. But did you guys? Um, I lost my train of thought. You know, this first segment has gone on too long. It's this. Let's move on to the next segment where we answer your questions or. Yeah, no, wait. You don't answer your questions. You answer our questions. Yeah. That's better. That's how we like to do it here. <laughs> you we, answer to us. Yeah. Kent. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see. That was the people talking to Ken. Yeah, it was Perry White. Oh, I got to use that as an intro next time. Great Scott. Or no, Great Caesar's Ghost. What a scoop. What a scoop. <laughs> what a scoop. All right, we'll see you on the other side. Mr. Kiss, kiss, bang, bangs. None of them. Hey again, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I appreciate every listener of Cape Crisis so, so much. And uh, I hope you're spreading the word on our wonderful little comic book discussion-y thingy. So... Uh, if you'd like to help out the podcast, you can find all these ways to help us on lasertimepodcast.com. Why, what can you do? On the left side of the screen, there's a button for donate. You can donate money directly to us from PayPal. It helps keep the show free. Also, on the same left side, you'll find a store for t-shirts. You can buy Lasertime t-shirts. They look pretty cool. I think we have some pretty good ones up there now. And then on the right side of the screen, you'll see links to Amazon. Now you can click on those links and buy what's on there and it'll give us some money. But whatever you buy, once you open up the the link through that Amazon link, whatever you buy, we'll get a little kickback to it. So don't think you just have to limit yourself to what we're offering through Amazon. Anything you purchase on Amazon, once you click through that link, helps us out. So please, please, if you can, uh, give. Uh, now, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Zoom... I, I hope you're a subscriber. I'm very happy if you're a subscriber. If not, please subscribe. And also, there's the uh, l- ratings. Please rate us on iTunes and Zune. And any review is very appreciative. It helps us uh, move up in the ranks. We really appreciate it. And now, for the last part, 
Hank's Corner, pick of the week of comic book to pick up. This week I'm going to suggest Ed Brubaker's Winter Soldier Volume 1, which just came out. So he, uh, you know, Red Brubaker in the Winter Soldier storyline in Captain America did the unthinkable. He brought back Bucky. Not only did he bring back Bucky, but he made it believable, cool, and made Bucky a better character than Cap was for a time. And now Bucky isn't Captain America anymore. He's back to being the Winter Soldier, and his new storyline is really cool, like a lot of great uh, spy stuff and intrigue. He's teaming up with the Black Widow. It's a really great comic. I, I think you'd be really good to check it out. You can find a link to purchasing the first volume on this page for this episode of Cape Crisis, which you'll find on lasertimepodcast.com, along with links to a bunch of other comics I think you'd really enjoy that you can purchase through Amazon and once more that, that really helps us out. So check that out. And now back to the rest of the show. Welcome back to part two of issue 30 of Cape Crisis. Oh, wait. I want to plug one thing. What? Venture Brothers special. Oh, yeah. The Halloween special coming up this weekend, right? Hope you guys all enjoy Jacket that made it in the podcast. Ah, love that one. But uh, yeah, it's been so long since Venture Brothers. I miss Venture Brothers so much. It was Mm. such a good show. Though I would have meant if they said... Hey, season four was the end, and that, that last the finale really was the end of the good. series. I might watch it tonight. Yeah, I think I would just stop. I'd be the fine with them song? just stopping. Oh, yeah, the Jesus. ending with the pulp song. They because they can because Venture Brothers can't do a new song every week or every like three uh, licensed songs every episode like more expensive shows can mm-hmm. do like The Simpsons or, or Family Guy. When they license a song and they spend that money, they make it worth it. Like that, that some, someone had posted one of those lame ass. Uh, it was like a fucking YouTube video of Hathaway. Got any '90s songs that you fucking grew up with? And I'm like that Aquagen song used in season two opener. Everybody's oh, yeah. free to feel good was all over my stupid radio. I hate it, and it's the most beautiful opening to anything ever. Yeah, well, because start the way they start the scene. It didn't. I didn't recognize the song the way it started. Like and then. Oh. Then when it just comes into the... We're going to watch it on the big screen when we get done with this. All right. Just that scene. So last week, gentlemen, uh, we asked... uh, The question of the week was, is Agent Coulson really alive? Mm -hmm. Because uh, in Joss Whedon's teaser for the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, he says that Agent Coulson is in it. For the actor who plays him is, at the very least. And they say he's back. But is this just another Joss Whedon fake out? I think there's something going on. So uh, we asked everybody this. uh, I'll go with the first responder first. White Steve Harvey. Yes. He says, uh, it really didn't look like he died in the movie, but if his death was like a character dying in the comics, then he either died but comes back to life later on, or B, looked like he died but was actually a robot or a clone. So, yeah, that's probably what I'm hoping for actually a clone. Yeah, uh, or just life model decoy, you know. That work too. I hope they don't start going clone on us. <laughs> too early for that. Oh, and uh, the next player was the Tingler, and uh, I like his suggestion, which is: I hope if he's in Shield, that's confirmation that the show's a prequel to the Avengers. I don't want it to be a prequel, but I, I can see why it would work. The world gets too big after the Avengers. It does. So mm-hmm. they kind of have to take. They got to take a little step back. 
And I guess I would be excited if some of those episodes, like the season finale, will be like the discovery of Thor. Like, oh yeah, like, yeah. Like, like Shield, Shield's discovery, and then Chris Hemsworth will make a minor appearance, or they'll show like a or different angle of that yeah. Jeremy Renner, uh, Coulson sequence from Thor. Let's see here. Uh, boo, boo, boo. Um, obviously, a douche says Coulson will become a zombie, and buyer cap okay. starting. What? Oh, and bite cap starting off Marvel Zombies TV series. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know this. I feel like until way too late in the game. But does everyone remember who wrote Marvel Zombies? Kirkman, Robert Kirkman of Walking Dead. Like that's. I think that's crazy. what inspired him so ultimately to really push to for me. only creator on stuff because mm. he wrote Marvel Zombies, and it became one of the biggest things. It got me ever. back into comics after years. It became years. one of the biggest things ever for Marvel, but he didn't get. I bet he didn't get a, an ounce of the kind of money Marvel it still made has merchandise. Yeah, and he didn't get a piece of that. So now. He went. He made his own zombies, and he's making all that sweet cash, baby. Um, <laughs> Stabby Joe says, "Not only will be he baby. will oh, well, not only will he be alive, but he will take the fight personally to Thanos, yes. beating him down and saving the world with his sheer likability." He also has an amazing Coulson deal with it gif, uh, and it's <laughs> that's so wonderful. Let's see here. Uh, Dang, uh, Dan Gomushi says, as much as I like Coulson, I really do hope he's for real dead. Superheroes and villains come back from the dead all the time, and in a world of them, he surely ain't no fucking superhero. Boom. Damn. Unless he is. Yeah, I, I want him to come back as Vision. Does there not seem like there's something fully repressed? What? He should be reborn as the robot Vision. No, I'm just saying it would work, is it, all. I don't know. It actually would it will work for me. Yeah. And his fat look, or, or just Robo-Cop. imagine his head being, yeah, or a hookup. Just imagine his head on oh, vision. He's already got the beady little eyes with, yeah. with no, oh, like it, like it. Let's see here. A couple more. Um, the one guy in Nebraska who still listens to this says, <laughs> uh, Colson didn't actually die on the helicarrier. helicarrier. He just went back to his home planet. Yes, he died on the way. Planet needs me. <laughs> he just poochie uh, Colson. I can't like, have this. He is not a poochie. Uh, and then Sunny D says he is alive because they wouldn't build up that character so much for him to go to waste. And his signature, Sunny D's signature is yes, I am a brony. <laughs> I'm glad you're proud of that, Sunny D. You should be. You should be. All right, guys. Wait a second. What? You're not also hooked that easy, Hankster. I know you have a question to pose the listeners of Cape Crisis, but I thought Fartmaster just asked a question in the forums. Uh, who would win in a fight, Thanos or Doomsday? Okay. All right, then let's do that. No, I don't, I don't have any. I want to do this one. No, we, we had a good one. All right. Well, I'll just say very quickly, Thanos would outsmart Doomsday. The end. Like, <laughs> Thanos outsmarted the Hulk easy. Doomsday is really just a savage Hulk with an exoskeleton. Thanos would outsmart him. He couldn't. Could he beat him in a fist fight or even with direct brunt force? No. Could he teleport him inside of a star? Quite easily. So there. <laughs> yes. Oh, we need a button for when you get hanked like that. Uh, <laughs> why'd you ask that question? You just entered the so hank easy. tank. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. So. Uh, we haven't watched it yet, but there was, uh, the new series, The Arrow, in the style of Smallville. I would like to point out that I'll never be watching it. I might watch the first episode. Nope. Nothing to it. I watched the first and last episode of Smallville and no other episodes of Smallville. It's a network TV show, which means it's dumb, (laughs) and it's on the teen network, which means it's for babies. I'll not be watching that. As, uh, as one of my favorite writers, Chuck Klosterman, says, uh, when... Someone challenged him that he had called The Wire the best show on television, but also Lost. He then qualified, I called Lost the best show on network television, which is the same as the world's shortest midget. Just comment. <laughs> um, but yeah, so on that show, it's another down-to-earth interpretation of superheroing in a uh, TV budget kind of way. Yeah. But with also teens and angst and feelings. So... <laughs> Can you think of a 
in the tradition of Smallville. Can you think of another superhero, DC, Marvel, or otherwise, that could fit within it? And and I'm talking also about this is with a scaled down budget. So not you can't spend whatever you want on special effects. Sometimes your superhero can't be super at all and just needs to sit in his room and well, think about things. Honestly, before 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 Jer- Jeremy Renner star rose, I thought Hawkeye. Another person whose power is archery. Yeah. Uh, I figured he would make it on the show. Those effects are pretty easy. You get a, a guy who can has a nice-shaped skull, wear a wig, be anybody, <laughs> shoot trick arrows, have him stand in for running. Use trick Perfect. photography. What I, would, what I would like to see, what I think would work for me, because it hasn't worked in films thus far, mm. I would like on HBO a Punisher series. Yeah. I would like a Punisher series because if... And I don't have HBO anymore because... I am not rich. <laughs> Donate to Lincoln. You uh, can't afford twenty dollars a month. No, is it twenty dollars now? I oh, think so. My. Uh, no, we can't afford HD. You should see Tyler's and night's television when we turn on the cable. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. I, honestly, I should can't. I'm just going to cancel. That's I, I that's would, the backup question this week. Should I cancel Comcast well, cable? <laughs> then no HD. Then no HBO is a problem because we actually technically did order that. It just I haven't been motivated to fix it because we only watch Adult Swim on. But we're not paying for the HD, so then like no. I, the, paying for it was like an extra thirty bucks. They gave us a one-time deal when you sign up. All that shit. Yeah, that's how they get you. Fuck you. Fuck those guys. I you know watch, I what think, am I going to watch the View and I think Teen Mom and HD? I don't Go know. fuck yourself. Like, Their internet is very good. I like using it, Comcast it, internet. It's been it's, fun. But remember, I had to like call them to get them down here because none of the channels work. I'm like, oh, that's because this cable was installed way back in aught. I get it. Yes, fine. Maybe you should tell people that before I have to call up. In- Never mind. Uh, Punisher, it just... It, it, <laughs> right, Punisher. When I did have HBO mm-hmm. and I had no life. Mm-hmm. Still don't really. Yeah, I was going uh, um, Friday nights was like were like their straight to fucking HBO action nights. Uh-huh. Everything so like just take whatever budget you were spending on buying the licenses of these awful movies starring Tom Berenger and Eric Roberts <laughs> and put that put that into like I, I remember watching those and like they just blew up like six cars. I thought this movie was supposed to be cheap. Yeah, they could have made a a, a Punisher show you with no te- show. television stuff with no actual stars. No in superheroes, it. Yeah. no powers, just mm-hmm. violence. Yeah, you would have better vengeance. Why are you watching that instead of Cinemax After Dark? Is that on? Mm-hmm. On Friday nights, yeah. Well, not, not at 8 o'clock. That, that, the okay, real, not the, at 8 o'clock. The Emmanuel no. in Space, the series stuff, starts like way later. <laughs> God, God rest to Emmanuel. She just died. Um, what? Uh, uh, the original Man- Emmanuel from uh, the 70s? Yes, yes, she just died. Oh, really? Oh, she mm-hmm. was a good actress. Do not fap to her anymore. It's Stop necrophilia. It. She's dead. Yeah, she's dead. Show some respect. What's well, weird to fact the 70s porn anyway, like just their yeah. their hairstyles just I, totally throw you off. I like know, this. I could never see their eyes through their fucking pubic hair. I was <laughs> talking about so like, high. But their their hair <laughs> so their the head on their hair at their hair on their head is also just like giant. Just like yeah. super curly. Like a like Prince so, Valiant wore curlers. And so much yeah. makeup. Like it's just so distracting. Ugh. Like Yeah, no. They, they But it's but it's mostly the pubic hair that takes you out of there. Yeah. Good the, roast. Yeah. Tyler? I, I, no. sh- I shave mine, you shave yours. I ladies. had comments, that's, that's all. Huh? <laughs> I don't have comments anymore because I thought about them before I spoke. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no more talking about 90s softcore porn. Wait, uh, we can't. Well, we should have today. a whole podcast. Seriously. Me. That actually would be a good one. Of just you know like, what, a porn podcast? Mm-hmm. I would listen to that. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, Rich you Diaries? Well, just yeah, review talking, porn. And, talking about the, go- the old days when you couldn't when the internet was just getting started as this place to get horrible Front. gifts of porn, mm-hmm. or, but you couldn't really go to it, so you had to like watch scrambled uh, Cinemax or Showtime. It was just a sad time. But if you jiggled the uh, cable, uh, mm-hmm. you could you could get it to come in a, a little bit. That was mm-hmm. really weird. Like you could like it, it would. I can't even remember how analog signals worked because you would just sit there and watch it in the event. Not even porn. Like I would just put on HBO. I'm like. Uh, oh, Danny Glover. I just saw. I, I swear <laughs> to God, I just saw Danny Glover. I think I just saw Marilyn Chambers. Mm-hmm. It's like yes. the the process of trying to get it to come in was like more exciting than if you were just actually watching the movie anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kids today just they just, they just come straight to them. Like, and I, I, I'm the same way. I watch I, I watch porn like the same well, way. Yeah. The same way I like brush my teeth. Like 
Uh, it's time to go to bed. It's time to go to lunch. Or, yeah. yeah, I'm driving to work. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's how work. I am at least. I'm on a business call. Well, up and away. It has spoiled me now. Yeah, you can just like search and find any 40 second clip. Mm. Do exactly what you're feeling like at this time. You don't have to like settle for something to get the job yeah. done. If people use confuse me for Superman. I dump in. I jump in every broom closet <laughs> as long as the building yeah. is Wi-Fi. Boy. Just go to town. Jeez. Oh, All right. You know, keep those this ads off. Really off. This is really off topic. It's on topic. Superhero uh, <laughs> Tyler that should star in a television series. Turns me on topic. Uh, Shriparella? Yes. No, uh, Superhero... Uh, I've got one while you think about it, Tyler. All right. I'm going to say The Black Widow from Marvel. Like, she... It could be an Alias-type show. In fact, <laughs> almost exactly so like bad. Alias. But occasionally so she could... exactly how David Cross requested it on the rest of development. I could have my own alias-type show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like her only powers are really just not aging. The and, seduction! Uh, but also the widow's bite, her little like laser shooter wrist thingies. Forget about that. So yeah, she could be... They just hired an actress who sort of looks like Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. and just have fun. Just uh, have her... Fight other super-ish uh, <laughs> terrorist-type dudes. Just do Hydra. They're basically ninjas. <laughs> yeah, actually, it could just be Hydra. Uh, Hydra yeah. name. Just fighting those guys. <laughs> and, uh, I like super-ish ones. Like, this is a Russian guy with eczema. <laughs> or he's kind of strong in a way. It's easy to film this level of strength. <laughs> he can lift a cinder block. He punched through a wall. You know, a drive cardboard I, wall. To modify mine, I, I think on HBO, especially uh, Game of Thrones. Like, I'm a big fan of the books. I've read uh-huh. all, the, all the books except for the last one. Um, in the first season, I didn't think. There were some of the special effects that fell short. Only if, like we, like you and I watched it, Tyler. We watched like the last episode of the first season, first episode of the second season with no break, and like the difference between the dragons. Yeah. Oh, somebody gave you more money. <laughs> it, it's obvious. Yeah. It's very that was very obvious. So the second season, they're in more scenes. So the scenes are longer. The scenes are longer. The like it looks better. Maybe a bigger <laughs> budget thing is possible. And I'm wondering. I don't think. Movies are the way for Daredevil to go. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, and I think maybe, maybe if someone were to take a chance, the same way HBO took a chance in that Spawn series. Yeah, that series is pretty good <laughs> for what it is. Pretty good. It's still, it was still a risk. Yeah, and it's like I see every every two years. Spawn HBO complete series released on DVD, so they're clearly getting something out of it. Yeah, I guess. But and then bring back Dream On. Now we're back to Softcore It was a good risk for them to take. I'm glad they took it. Like I wish they'd, I wish they'd take another risk on an animated series like that again. They did. I I want. Oh, the Life and Times of Tim. No, that which they just canceled. Yep. Which is fantastic. I love that show. Uh, But do you remember HBO Animation? I remember I would watch a lot of television at this point. Launched with Spawn and one other show. I don't remember the other show. I'm guessing Tyler doesn't either. I want to put it like this. Anybody can tell me what that show was. Because I know what it is. Then it was a sexy cartoon. Mm -hmm. It was called Spicy City. Spicy City. It's like disappeared completely off the map. I have no clue. It got canceled immediately and Spawn kept going. (laughs) But kept going for six episodes, and then, like, and then HBO uh, animation. It was like three three seasons or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, six episode seasons. All right, Tyler, you still never answered. I didn't get this show about the Green Arrow. Just called the Arrow. Okay, wow, I can what? see that. Yeah, mind's blown. Would, would this appeal to young people? Uh, oh yes, yeah? yes. He'll he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll he'll be so relatable. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm actually looking at a list of superheroes trying to think of one that you guys didn't say. Black Canary! Uh, no, that wouldn't work. Uh, no, that uh, could work. Her, her powers are very Oh unvisual. my god, She-Hulk. Why, why wasn't I thinking She-Hulk? Because it's half a courtroom drama. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why that's funny, so it's, yes. Because <laughs> no, I don't know it, anything it about it. It was her. a funny courtroom drama. Mm-hmm. No, she had a good comic book that was half a courtroom drama. That was mm, very good. It's not a bad idea. 
But then you, who is who is the female version of Lou Ferrigno that stands in for whoever's guy? Oh, well, she's probably in professional wrestling right now. Oh, China. You're right. Yeah. China. Oh, well, I would it hope. It would be China. Oh, the biggest she already played She-Hulk in a porn. She did. Parody. Really? Biggest lady dick in wrestling. Well, you could make that mean. In the screen. Avengers XXX porn parody, which, mm-hmm. as I've complained before, I miss, I miss the pun titles of porn parodies. Now they're just... Name of property, the triple X porn priority. This comic buying list of superheroes is... Okay, it's not a list of superheroes. <laughs> well, no, it is. Superheroes and villains. Dick Tracy? He's not a... Dick Tracy's not a superhero. Good luck getting that back from Warren Beatty. Did you hear he bought the rights back? He won the rights back to that and wants wow. to make, continue the series. Oh, Jesus. Warren Beatty. Oh, and th- you have Adolf to see... Hitler? <laughs> You have to see the Dick Tracy movie again if you haven't seen it. I've watched it in the last five years. It is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And he only wanted to use colors that were printed in the original comic. And the whole movie is the most just eyeball-raping, garish, horrible thing to look at in an um, an amazing way. Al Pacino's acting in it is... Like there's a scene where he's just like screaming at the top of his head to this like dancer's like you're not dancing right. It's like this is the start of the true. This I think it predates (laughs) Sin of a Woman and it was like the start of the true screaming Al Pacino. Yeah, Mm -hmm. when Al Pacino couldn't remember. Jay Moore make fun of make fun of him for that because like yeah, Godfather, Dog Day Afternoon. I want to get out of this bank robbery alive. And then we can go, oh! Oh! after a while. I'll draw head all the way up it. Fredo, you broke my heart. Spit. Spit, spit, spit. This sounds like a good time to leave. Yeah, so guys, what do you think of the things we just talked about? What do you think of early 90s pornography? Yes, exactly. Answer the question in this week's... It's a uh, double-edged question from Henry Giblet. Well, answer answer it in this week's uh, question of the week, which is in the lasertimepodcast.com forums under comic discussions. Check it out, guys, and we'll read your response next week. There's a 50% chance. So, uh, please uh, reply... Uh, Listen to Laser Time and VG Empire, all new episodes featuring Brett Elston and a mm-hmm. bunch of his friends from Illinois telling shit stories, embarrassing things, uh, and, and John Hughes music. Did you feel left out being the only, you know? No, no. Well, it really did, like, degrade into all shit stories at one point. Jesus Christ. That's all they got in Illinois, just shit. All they have is their no, own shit there to were, there was, I know there was one line in there where I felt like you trying to steer a conversation back. <laughs> uh, poop, 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 poop. Uh, okay. So what was it like <laughs> growing up in Illinois? Like it just it forty-five minutes. Uh, <laughs> isn't it weird to you? Yeah. What was <laughs> that? The uh, I and two L's when the when, I is capitalized just look like three L's. Does that bother? <laughs> when I do that voice, I'm ripping off David Cross and yes. Mr. Show. Like his, wh- his, I saw him. Uh, Roger Roger Stern from the newspaper. I sodomized my 12-year-old nephew. So what's the deal with this budget cut? <laughs> I'm a rapist. I'm, I'm a rapist. I'm a rapist backing uh, out. Uh, I'm whatever is my name and, and real estate is my game. Rape was another game of mine. <laughs> Rape was another game of mine. Anyway, it's real estate. <laughs> Mr. Show, let's recommend that. Please use our Amazon links. I hope to have an Amazon article up um, today about a bunch of new cra- new and old crap you can buy. Just it, give it a cursory glance. Maybe comment in the article because two people win a $20 Amazon gift certificate just for whoa, commenting. Whoa. What? Every Cape Crisis and comic book review article showcases new comics we talked about on Cape Crisis. I think this week there's a from last week, there's a bunch of Daredevil stuff. Who knows what there'll be this week? Who knows? We'll figure it out. Not even it. me at this point, but... But uh, yeah, buy comics through us, buy your DVDs, your games through us. Uh, we have a pre-order list where you can see what's coming out, how you can save money. What a rainy day. Uh, <laughs> I missed that too. begging for money because I'm just looking at these mics and... They're kind man. of falling apart. Dude, they made it 100 episodes. They're doing okay. They made it a year. Yeah, we've recorded probably at least 100 podcasts. We've recorded at least 100 podcasts. I said that on Laser Time. We didn't notice. I was in the air when I like, oh, that was our year anniversary. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> as our universe, we missed that and a hundred. But like, 
these are going to give soon. And holy shit. Donations, Amazon, t-shirt store. That's all we got. It's not, not a lot. All right, so we will see and talk to you next week on K. to mention my Kickstarter uh, for a show I'm doing about uh, Ron Perlman's chin, but...